Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Alhamdulillahi rabbil alamin. Wassalatu wassalamu ala rasulullah wa ala alihi wa sahbihi ajma'in. We now find our way moving into Juz 9 and we ask Allah to accept all of our efforts during this blessed month and we ask Allah to overlook any and any and all of our shortcomings and mistakes. Amin rabbil alamin. The, the first major topic that I want to touch upon in connection with Juz number 9 is the, the, the classic example of good versus evil in human history, especially Quranically speaking, in connection with Prophet Musa and Fir'aun. And you look at how much effort Fir'aun put in to try his best, to try his worst, perhaps we should say, to dismantle the efforts and the message of Prophet Musa but to no avail. Because eventually, as we know, good prevailed and evil faltered. So when coming across this type of reminder, I should ask myself, okay, what am I putting my resources towards? Where am I investing my time? Where am I investing my money? What am I doing with my life? What am I doing? What am I dedicated towards? Because when you look at the efforts of Fir'aun, he spared no effort. He did everything he possibly could. He rounded up as many magicians as he could, very skilled ones at that. In one ayah in the Qur'an, uh, the term sahir is used, sahirin alim, kulli sahirin alim. In another ayah, kulli saharin alim. And sahar is, is a higher level. So it wasn't just that, hey, let's, you know, let's get magicians, but let's get like the best of the best. And let's gather everyone on, you know, together on, uh, uh, on this, you know, day of this festival. So we want everyone to be there to witness this showdown, basically. And that went completely against what he had in mind. SubhanAllah, it's amazing. When, when you look at this story especially, and you find the theme of the ayah, of the concept, يَمْكُرُونَ وَيَمْكُرُ اللَّهُ وَاللَّهُ خَيْرُ الْمَاكِرِينَ People may plot as, as much as they can. And we find this still happening until now. How many, how many millions upon millions of dollars are spent against Islam, are spent to spread Islamophobia? The people doing so, they're, they're not, they're, they're, subhanAllah, may Allah protect all of us, and especially our kids and our youth, they're the ones paying a lot of the price because they're being bullied in school. And I've had a number of students, right, who have come and they, they show up and they say, today at school, this happened. They may be in sixth grade, they may be in second grade, they may be in eighth grade, they're high school, you name it. One of the goals of those really pushing Islamophobia, they want to cut Islam at the roots. They want the next generation to, to turn away from Islam entirely. They want, they, want to, to, to try to, they want to try to limit that baton from being passed to the next generation. So they want to spread as much you know, negativity and, and, and evil propaganda as they can. Not only for now, but also, you know, let's try to have this illness permeate, you know, coming generations. There's so much time and effort that's put in. So for us, we need to take a step back and ask ourselves, okay, are we putting in time and effort? Are we encouraging Muslims within our community to go and, and to study broadcasting so we can have our alternative to study media, so we can have our alternative to study photography and videography because there's a lot of stuff that's really professionally made, but the actual content is absolute garbage, especially in connection with Islamophobia. Okay, so you know what? We need to compete with that in our own ways, in good ways. 
So if they're, if they're putting so much effort in terms of producing bad, you know what, let's, let's follow in the footsteps of Prophet Musa salam. Let's do what we can to produce an alternative, to offer an alternative to provide light. Think of the symbolism in terms of the, the, the amazing miracles that Allah Azza gave Prophet Musa salam, especially the first two in terms of the staff going from being a dead object, so to speak, an inanimate object, the first thing Allah showed Prophet Musa salam, that he has full power to turn an inanimate object, a stick, a staff, into a living snake. And back again. SubhanAllah, both ways. And then the next step, or the, 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 the next miracle that Allah showed Prophet Musa salam, so Allah prepared him before sending him on this mountainous mission. It wasn't just go at first, the first thing that Allah did uh, subhanahu wa ta'ala was to show Prophet Musa salam, these two distinct miracles. The first one regarding the staff for it to go from an inanimate object to something living and then back again. And then Allah brought it even closer to him salam, his actual hand that he would use to carry that staff. Allah told him to put it under your arm and take it out and it was shining light. It, it, was, it was shining brightly and there was no illness. Perfectly healthy. And it went back again. So Allah prepared him. After showing him these miracles, then you find in Surah Taha, in a different juz, اِذْهَبْ إِلَى فِرْعَوْنَ إِنَّهُ طَهَا First Allah showed him, Allah showed him, and then Allah gave him the task, the responsibility to go to Fir'aun. So when he did go to Fir'aun, and he did have his brother with him, Harun, for that support, وَجَعَلِّي وَزِيرًا مِنْ أَهْلِي We all need support. He felt ready, he felt confident that, that Allah has his back. So when you look at this, this example, this story of, of Moses versus Pharaoh, I should take a step back, we should take a step back and reflect in our individual lives, how are we doing in that regard? It's not sufficient just to read through it, just to listen to it, but we need to reflect on it and we want to become positively transformed thereof. How many Muslim men, they may be like Musa in the masjid, but they're like Fir'aun at home. How many examples do we have within our own general Muslim community of extreme cases of domestic violence? I, 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 there have been sisters who have reached out to me. They've, they've called me. They said that my husband kicked me out of the house and I'm afraid if I go home, he's going to kill me. Where can I go? Muslim, where can I go? I don't know if that guy or these types of so-called men, they may be males, they're not really men. If, I don't know if they're, I doubt it, but I don't know if they're connected with the Qur'an or not, but if they are, it's not enough. There's not enough internal transformation. Step one is to connect with it at that first layer, to read it, right, to listen to it, but to reflect on it, to try to understand and to try to, try to become a better person because of it. So to reflect in my life, Am I more like Musa or Fir'aun? Of course, we all want to think to ourselves, the easy part is if I think to myself, of course I'm like Musa, but what if I think I'm like Musa, but Allah knows I'm like Fir'aun? That's what I'm going to be judged by. Allah knows the reality of things. The next topic that I want to touch upon is the fact that these magicians accepted Islam. No one would have accept, expected them to accept Islam. SubhanAllah. If Allah can take an inanimate object in the staff of Prophet Musa salam, in that moment, think of that epic showdown, and Allah turns it into a living snake, 
and it basically ate up the, 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 the magic tricks that these expert magicians were doing, they were the experts in that and they knew this isn't magic. They knew their science better than anyone else. And they immediately recognized this is from God. This is divine. This is from Allah. This is, because we know this field. We know this science. That's different. Subhanallah. So Allah took an, an inanimate object of the staff of Musa and turned it into a living snake. And one of the results thereof, Allah took dead hearts and brought them back to life. Before this, Allah gives us this, this inside scope that they were, they were you know, conversing with Fir'aun and okay, what do we get if we win? And he's like, I'm gonna, you guys are going to be close to me. You guys will have nothing to worry about regarding your dunya, basically. So they were completely sold on that. But when they saw the truth, something changed within them and Fir'aun threatened them. And, and even then their response was, إِنَّا إِلَىٰ رَبِّنَا مُنْقَلِبُونَ we're returning to Allah anyways. That should give us hope for us, for our loved ones, that look, if they can change for the better, I can change for the better. Whoever, and friend, you know, friends, family members, they can change for the better. So we should make dua for those close to us. We ask Allah to guide us and those close to us. Amin Rabbil I'll go through it briefly. The next point that I want to touch upon after, imagine everything that happens in, in Egypt with Prophet Musa and Fir'aun and all of these different ayat, these different miracles, these different signs. Especially when they, the water splits and the ground is made dry for them, they make it across to the other side. SubhanAllah. The, you have to love Prophet Musa more and more and more the more you reflect on his story. They get to the other side. Think of everything that his people have seen over the last period of time. They get to the other side and they tell Prophet Musa they found some people passionately worshipping their idols and they told him after everything they've seen that happened because of Allah we want a God like what they have we want an idol give us an idol like what they have we want something similar to what they have SubhanAllah the audacity that they had but also look at his response you guys are some ignorant people it's interesting that his immediate response was not to call them kuffar or munafiqeen or but antum qawmun tajhalun. This is, this is serious, serious ignorance. The next point that I want to touch upon, when you look at the beginning of Surah Al-Anfal, in Ayah 1 Allah mentions, Anfal is the spoils of war after the battle of Badr. يَسْأَلُونَكَ عَنِ الْأَنْفَالِ the Sahaba, they asked the Prophet how should they, they had never dealt with that situation before, how should they deal with the spoils of war? And look, look at what Allah prioritized in the response. قُلِ الْأَنْفَالُ لِلَّهِ وَالرَّسُولِ فَاتَّقُوا اللَّهَ وَأَصْلِحُوا ذَاتَ بَيْنِكُمْ Have taqwa of Allah and fix what's among yourselves. That's at the top of the priority list to maintain the unity within the community. We ask Allah to help us to do so. And the last thing that I want to mention is especially in, in Surah Al-Anfal, there's, there's a heavy emphasis on the Battle of Badr. Again, similar to Moses and Pharaoh, good versus evil. You look at the Battle of Badr, good versus evil and good did prevail. Although in both situations, the odds were stacked against them from, from the human perspective, but Allah help them to overcome. We ask Allah to overcome whatever it is that's challenging us in our lives. We ask Allah to guide us and forgive us. I know the, the, the kids who are here, they're waiting. They're waiting for the trivia question because they want that candy. So I have one trivia question. I have one trivia question. You have to raise your hand though. This is for eighth grade and younger. 
either from the boys or girls, but you have to raise your hand if you want to answer. And then after this, I'll go to babysitting and, and they'll get theirs too, inshallah. My trivia question is, and if you answer it, you'll get a couple extra pieces. And then all the other kids, I can meet you in the hallway and I can give you a piece, inshallah. What was the name of Prophet Musa's older brother? What was the name of Prophet Musa's older brother? 10 seconds, 10, 9. This is where parents, they can... A hand, a hand went up somewhere? Here, yes. Harun, good, come. Actually, here, because we need to move on. I'll, I'll meet you in the hallway. I'll give you a couple extra pieces. Harun, good. Prophet Harun was the older brother of Prophet Musa salam, Moses and Aaron. May Allah bless you. May Allah bless your family. May Allah increase you in beneficial knowledge. May Allah protect our youth always. Jazakum khair wa salamu alaykum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. For any youth who want candy, I'll meet you in the hallway here, and then you can come back to pray afterwards. <laughs>